and uh, me and my two dipshit buddies that lived in the trailer beside me in the trailer park. Podcast is back on the air. My name is Darian. I have returned for another week of horror. Fucking bullshit. Jason Harrell is in the house. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, big fella? You know, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Just just like Vin Diesel. That's right. And Paul Walker. <laughs> More like Vin Diesel nuts. <laughs> <laughs> or Paul Walker used to. Yeah. Maybe he should have taken it like two or three miles at a time. <laughs> you know? 20 feet at a time. You know, let's uh, let's pump the brakes there a little bit there, fella. I feel like you are coming to me today with some exciting Fast and Furious news. No, I, no I, there's just... never any Fast and Furious news <laughs> as that, that is that exciting. No? No. Uh, I, I got Fast and Furious in the bathroom. Did you? Yeah. Uh, Your hands chafed? No, touch of the old uh, irritable bowels. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I ran a fucking marathon last weekend, You Jason. did, like some kind of weirdo. 26.2 miles in Modesto, California. Beautiful. Modesto, California. Is it really beautiful? Uh, it's a lot of farms. It's more, it's more farms than I remember. Yeah. I've, I've never stopped driven through there once or twice, but it's actually like three city blocks and then just nothing but farms all the way around. Yeah. Um, once you get out there, which is where the marathon takes place, you're just running through dirt down dirt roads, which is kind of boring actually sounds like a hoot it not really 26 do. miles 26.2 oh point two. Point two miles see i couldn't even do the point two and let me tell you something tell me when you get to the 26 mile mark and you know you've only got point two left to go yeah it might as well be 200 more miles because <laughs> you're fucking done yeah i sent you pictures of my feet afterward you did they look like pepperoni pizzas yeah it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty rough <laughs> It's disgusting, man. Yeah, it looked like uh, you had taken an acid bath. Uh, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, I, you're lucky I didn't send you the, the nether region pictures, because those are even worse. Yeah? They're like Freddy Krueger balls. That's pretty much what they look like. <laughs> I've always wanted to see Freddy Krueger's balls. Oh, well, here, let me just pull them. <laughs> Plop them up on the desk. Right on, man. What's happening with you? Uh, let's see. Nothing. Thrift stores? Yeah. Not uh, even thrift, thrift stores? Store? No, doing a lot of that. Still yeah. trying to sort through these thousands of movies that yeah, we got. Shit. That's qu- quite the endeavor. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're getting out there and seeing some movies in the theater, so that's been that's been good. Very nice. Um, since I don't watch any of the trailers, it seems like we got some pretty. So I use Sarah's judgment to right. tell me what is and is not good. Yeah. And uh, sounds like we got some really promising stuff coming down. Sarah didn't like The Shining. So that immediately <laughs> tells me that Sarah's judgment is already suspect. She it seemed very impressed by uh, Evil mm. Dead Rise. 
Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I haven't seen anything. It, like, I, I've only seen one thumbnail of, like, this, the poster, like, leak. Yeah. And that's it. Um, um, from what I saw, it doesn't look too slapsticky. Good. So, I'm sure there's going to be some humor in there somewhere, but hopefully it's Dep- not... It depends on what they model themselves after. It, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. who knows where we're going with but this. But a couple of exor- exorcism-based movies yeah. uh, that I'm looking forward to, so... Very cool. But yeah, not doing much else. Right on, man. Well, we got a shit show to get into here that's not my testicles. How about uh, a little horror news there, Jason Harrell? Mm-hmm. Horror news. You got anything for us, fella? I have one very exciting. I am excited. I am. I mean, I about blew my wad when I saw. Okay, easy, easy now. On the twenty third, Joseph Winter of Deadstream, aka the world's biggest horror vag, Mm -hmm. uh, made a comment on his Instagram. That said, the commentary track for Deadstream was in the can. Nice. So that tells me it is going to get fact, a physical release. Getting physical media. I'm into it. Oh, I'm. Absolutely. I'm going to get it. I'll I didn't know it. that was his wife that uh, directed it. Oh, really? Like I didn't they, know that either. they both wrote and directed it. Very cool. Yeah. So I wonder if that was that her that played the uh, the witch also. I don't think so. Oh, oh I didn't actually look at it, but well, I'm not sure. Only reason I asked that is because they did a segment on VHS ninety four. Nine. 99 i think and both those those two both the witch and him were in the uh the segment oh okay so i thought maybe they had a some kind of a relationship or something i don't know well i will look that up while you give me some horror news okay are you ready for uh halloween we're almost at the halfway point to halloween jason i know you understand that that's a, that's a very heavy thing to to get into so six more months and we're there in honor of you that, you got to tell me. In honor of that, Trick or Treat Studios mm-hmm. is going to be offering a screen accurate black phone mask. Hmm. So it's going to have that piece. Yeah, you know what I'm talking so about. It separates. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, I bet that's going to be a pricey endeavor. Probably everything from Trick or Treat Studios it's is ridiculous. I mean, it's great. They do great work, but yeah, you got to be a mask stuff. collector. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a cool. That would definitely be a cool piece. But yeah. For the amount I could see them asking for it, what do you I mean, that's got to be. What do you think? That's got to be over two hundred dollars. I was going to say one fifty. I don't know. I I'm guess not we'll a, find out. I'm not a mask guy. Yeah, I, I like them, but I'm not willing to pay that kind of premium. I, it, I think it would be cool to have the shelves with the like the mask stands, and you put all the masks mm-hmm. on it. That would be cool. Uh, I I would like to have all three from uh, Halloween Three. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd like to have those. Uh, what else we got here? <laughs> uh, don't put your boner away just yet, my friend. Because uh, get ready to blow a second big fat wad. All right, here it comes. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> uh, he is directing a shark attack movie oh, boy. that is going to release April 28th. Can you guess what the name of the movie is? <laughs> the Cage instead of The Room. No, it is literally Big Shark. Oh, okay. <laughs> To the point, I suppose. It's better sounding than Sharks Out of the Moon. Of course, he's going to star in it also. Well, he's got to. I bet he's going to have at least one sex scene with half a buttock exposed <laughs> the way he rolls. I hope there's some really smooth R&B playing. <laughs> on. 
jazz sax in the background. Uh, what else we got here? Trailers are up for War of the World, The Attack. So this is going to be a sequel to the, what was it, 2007 Tom Cruise, War of the Worlds? Okay. Um, I liked it. Did you? Yeah. I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I liked it. I wasn't, I wasn't too big on it, but uh, this one looks much more um, uh, apocalyptic, I guess. Okay. I mean, the first one was too, but I don't know. Uh, A24's Crystal Lake series is likely to premiere in uh, 2024. Nice. So I'm wondering where it's going to premiere. Yeah, that Sarah and I just had this discussion the other day because she had brought up that it's, it's a prequel. Yeah. It would make no sense to be a prequel before he's dead. Right. Because um, what the hell? That'd have to be a completely original story. Yeah. But technically, any movie after part one is subject to prequel. Like, you could you could make it. Like before part one, you could right. make it before part two. Before, so you could put you could it sandwich anywhere it along that timeline. Sure. So to say it's a prequel, man, that leaves a lot of guessing. I mean, I guess you you could. What I would probably do is have uh, a unstable. Um, what was her name? Pamela Voorhees. Yeah. And have her be like the domineering uh, snatch that is just you know berating kids and you know and then probably about the end of season one if it gets picked up for season two is when i would introduce you know mongoloid jason Hmm. and you know maybe she's uh abusing him or something to that to that effect so you do think that yeah but i mean who knows how bad of a person she was maybe she was just a decent person until her son died well, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think she was. Because, <laughs> no? I mean, if you think about it, and this has always been my my stance on that, you got a kid that looks like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. That sucks. Obviously deformed. There is no way you can put him in a summer camp, which is an overnight environment with normal kids. They're going to bully him. You have to understand that. And I'm sorry it does suck, but there's no way around it. He's going to end up with a corn cob up his butt or something. It's true. He, he should have went to that same camp that Rocky Dennis Rocky got Dennis shipped camp. off to. Yeah, exactly. He'll fit right in. You know? Oh, that was the blind camp, wasn't it? Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> They'll think he's a stud over there. It was all good till they felt his face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm curious to see where they go with it. Me too. Um, there's a lot of guessing. There's probably going to be some teenage drama, teenage camp counselor drama yeah. sort of a thing. I don't know. Uh, lastly, it looks like Robert Downey Jr. is in talks to star in a remake of Vertigo. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock's yeah. Vertigo. You ever seen that one? Yeah. It's a good show. Um, I, I enjoy it. I like uh, Rear Window a lot better. Me too. I, ho- I just hope they don't try to Gus Van Zant it and do that weird shot-for-shot remake thing yeah. they did with Psycho. Yeah. That was so weird, man. Yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah. And, and it's weird how you can be so identical uh, – but be a thousand miles away from hitting the mark. Yeah. I wasn't even mad at Vince Vaughn in that one. It was just like the the concept of the movie to me just kind of felt weird. What's the point? Exactly. Yeah. You know, why not just watch the original? Right. Right on. That's all we got on Horror News, amigo. You ready for some listener mail? Yep. Ooh. 
Listener mail. Real quick, Vanessa Winter, that's his wife. Uh, she played mother of baby Moses in Deadstream. Mother of baby Moses? Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. I do not. I just watched it the other night. I do not recall a baby Moses. Hey, I only read the credits. <laughs> okay, well done. Uh, possibly one of those weird zombie th- characters? No clue. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Okay. Obviously not a pivotal character. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, there's only two characters in the whole movie, unless she was the, the cop that showed up for 14 seconds. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, that's good. That's good Deadstream knowledge there, Jason. There we well go. Well done. Uh, so a quick announcement about the listener mail. Apparently, after 12 long years of dick pics and vulgarity, our email account has finally taken a shit. So, sorry for any of you guys that tried to uh, email us this week. His Hotmail-based email account. Yes. Uh, Has finally collapsed. But we do have a new one already set up. It's going to be mail at paddedroompodcast.com. That's how you can get a hold of us. And the regular old uh, mental health hotline is still in operation also. It's area code 775-387-0275. And with that being said, Mr. Harrell, let's get into some voicemails, shall we? And uh, th- that email address is brand new, uh, subject to issues, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, hopefully it works. We think it's going to work. Yeah, we think it's going to work. I got a good feeling about it. It'll be fine. I'm staying positive. HIV. I'm trying not to fall completely apart at the seams here, Jason. All right, let's start things off with our main man in Alabama. Alan of the Cha-Cha is in the house. Padded room, what's up? So I tried to do immersion therapy, couldn't get the subtitles to work, yeah, so no I gave up. Um, I don't blame you. Mr. Darian, are you the fourth kind? You that got movie scared the crap out of me when I saw it the first time. Really? Um, okay. Meat Hook, horror movie nudity. Yes. Number three, I'm going to go with uh, Dream Warriors, the nurse. Oh, yeah. Thing, uh, number two. She was banging. <clears throat> I'm going to go um, Trash. I really liked that one. Yeah. And number one, this, this helped, you know, shape young Alan, whatever. <laughs> um, it's in Jason Goes to Hell. It's when that chick starts riding the dude, and then Jason splits her in half. Yeah. It wasn't so much the gore. Through the tent. I really like that nude scene. And I'll mention, I'll say, um, Hellraiser 3. There's some good, yeah. Banging the chick, and then the she column rips her skin off. Gloved. The chick was hot. Uh, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Nice. Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in. I forgot about the nurse in Dream Warriors. She's pretty hot. I don't recall her. What? You don't remember that one? Mm-mm. It is, it's Freddy, and it's one of his dream things. And she, because, like, first off, nurse outfit. That's a bit of all right sure. in the spank department. Mm-hmm. Number two, she's like has authority over the kids. Okay. So she takes the uh, the mute one, Joey. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Now she, I she's, remember. She's tying him to the bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in, buddy. You got me. I was the fourth kind. Have you seen the fourth kind? Yeah. What would you think of that one? I really loved it. I did, too. Um, I enjoyed how they... Tried to play it off as being a real movie by going so far as to not even list actor names in the credits. And one of their marketing gigs had Mia Jovovich coming out as Mia Jovovich Mm -hmm. and being like, 
listen, guys, this is really scary stuff, and yeah. this happened in this town. And so that that's cool. I like it when they put the extra effort in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Break yeah. that fourth wall. No, I enjoyed it. Right on. Seen it a few times. Uh, let's see here. Let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? What's going on, Tom I Hardy? I hope everyone is doing well. I uh, hope uh, a little sore. The week is treating you well. You know, it's been about a week since we talked last time, and it has. I do want to remind you. You know, that Scream Six still sucks. It does. Still it's been a week. I just wanted to make sure I kept that fresh in your head. Okay, got it. But I did want to get on some other shit for real. Sure. Uh, educating. Uh, Come on I, now. I believe you're the fourth time. You got it. In. Look at that guy. You got it. Uh, that's the name of that flick. I remember it's in Alaska. I'm not sure about the owl shit though, but. Pretty sure that's what it is. The They're fourth graves. kind or yes. close encounters of the fourth kind or some shit like that. I think some, you know what I'm talking about. Some fucking uh, shit. Also, um, <laughs> on the Terror Dome, correction, the meat hook. The meat hook. Um, nudity. <laughs> looking for that big nudity flex, ain't you? Yeah. I tell you what, you know, I there's so many that okay. uh, stick in the head. Being a horror fan, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if I had like a VHS collection, you could... You'd be able to perfectly identify which ones and at which time stamps they were. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, Tracking gets yeah, all weird. Yeah, so I'm just going off the top of my head. Okay. I remember uh, Witchboard having a Tony very Contain. important impact, you know, with Tony Contain there in the kitchen. And, uh, whew, yeah, it was a big one for me. Um, <laughs> the other ones, you know, Slumber Party, Massacre, one. Those two, were always good. Uh, you know, it was a biggie. Uh, and not, not so much the third one, though. You know, and third one kind of. It kind of broke tradition as well as a yeah. split, but yeah, disregard. Then the, for the number one on the meat hooks, gotta be, uh, gotta be, uh, Friday the 13th, part five. Part five? That thing was damn near a porno flick, yeah. man. And, uh, <laughs> Deborah Voorhees. Uh, just the whole damn flick is special. Big Special moment in my, uh, history. Uh, to be honest with you, that was actually my first Friday the 13th that I saw. Oh, okay. Part five. Um, I don't know exactly how that happened, but yeah, so that one really stuck with me. Right on. Really stuck with me. Uh, anyway, on to uh, the what are you looking at department. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, you know, I got to say, Jason over there is great at slogans, uh, great at, you know, pitching great things, you know, bring the titties back, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, you know, being a tit lurker myself, that really meant a lot to me. And, An aspiring tit lurker. And I got to get to flick uh, H.P. Lovecraft, the deep ones, on, huh. I can't remember what it was on. Okay. But uh, it's a new, a newer flick. I think it's last year. And okay. it's pretty good. It's huh. pretty good. I'd say one, give though. it a try. You, you might like it, you might not, but you will get nudity during the opening credits, and there's more throughout the flick. All righty. And I think that that should be enough, especially for a short flick. Sure. Yeah, I think it's like 80-some minutes. It's actually not bad. I'd, I'd recommend it. Right on. He got GP'd, as he is wont to Opening do. credit, boob. You can't I go mean, wrong with that. You can't go that. wrong with that. Yeah. You know, and if it's they can smatter it in there. Did you ever see a movie called Call Girl of Cthulhu? I can't say that I have. I, how did you miss that one? <laughs> how could you? After it was the, in the after, religious section, right? Of course. <laughs> after the critical acclaim that it received, uh, it, it pretty much is the same. I, well, I don't know. I haven't seen the deep ones. But it's just got nudity for nudity's sake. Yeah. And uh, there's no Cthulhu. But there is a lot of prostitution. So uh, There don't seem to be a lot of Cthulhu and a lot of Cthulhu-based things. Um. 
Yeah, that the, the they pr- really kind of skimp out on kind of coming up with effects, I guess. Well, I mean, if you're gonna stay true to the source material, then you got to go into kaiju territory, and then you're gonna have to get a budget involved. Well, not by the standards of Shark Side of the Moon. All right, we'll get to that in a second. God damn it. (laughs) He called back. Gee, motherfucking P. Do I have to call back just to say gee, motherfucking P? Well, thank you very much. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Gee, motherfucking P. Hell yeah. And I was done. All I had to say was love you like family. Bye now. All right. Shit, I guess we got two this time. All right, take care, Patter Room. Smooches. Smoochies. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in. Uh, right on, man. <clears throat> so I guess that's it for the listener mail. Shall we go to the shark side of the moon, Mr. Harold? I, you know what? I hope it's a one way. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is Tabula Rossi Mission Control with all systems running at 100%. Starting main engine. Everyone ready to go to the moon? Five, four, seven, six, eight. Mission Control, do you copy? We're not getting back on board. Great for Let's do that. Captain, I think you should see this. Back to the ship! Why are there sharks on the moon? Welcome to the moon. Where did they take him? We are going home. You're from Earth? Protect the ship at all costs. It's either us or them. Shark side of the moon, Jason Harrell. Why are there sharks on the moon? Why are we watching this movie? That's <laughs> the real question. It's got three stars on IMDb. It's from 2022. It's not rated. It's directed by Glenn Campbell, written by Ryan Ebert. Stars Maxi Wittrack, Ego Mikitas, and Tanya Fox. Um, Spoiler alert, we have a new addition to my absolute <laughs> garbage movie list. Yes! You did it, Tony! <laughs> you did it, buddy! I knew you'd get one the, in there. The prestigious absolute <laughs> shit movie list. <laughs> this is poo. I'm sorry. And I think anybody that actually sat through it, Tony included, would agree with me. Um, this is like that... Well, I knew. I knew right from the, the jump that this was going to be poo. You know how I knew? The, asi- you know? the Asylum Presents. Oh, I didn't even notice. As soon as I saw that fucking thing pop up, I said, oh, God damn it, Tony. Things I do for $5. We're taking a trip back to the Asylum. Shit. Uh, so that's that's where we are, man. It's going to be stupid. And ever since the uh, mediocre success of Sharknado, the Asylum is just beating the shark drum right into the fucking ground. Um, so we start off in the Soviet Union. Sometime back in the 80s during this, the initial space race, where they are getting ready to launch uh, their cosmonauts up to the moon, but right next to their space program is their shark soldier program, Jason. Yes, and yep. it, it's, it's serious business, and you could tell because uh, everybody's speaking Russian, and they have a... Including the sharks. Including the sharks, yeah. And they have a uh, laser defense, uh, um, like a laser grid 
thing that keeps the sharks in the in the shark tank. And these are shark people hybrids. And this thing worked good for all of 15 seconds. Until somebody threw a bucket at it and then <laughs> shut the whole shit down. So apparently this shark program is run by some real winners who thought of everything except for a flying bucket. Because <laughs> that alone will shut the goddamn thing down. It's feeding time at the shark tank, so they chum the waters. And then the, one of those sharks kicks the bucket out and it knocks one of the lasers out. And then from there, the sharks get loose. Now, they're shark people. Sure. You remember battle sharks from when oh, you were yeah. a kid? Yeah. It's ba- they're basically battle sharks. Yep. Right? And uh, they're ho- horribly CGI'd. This is, this is ridiculous. This is like PlayStation 1 level computer graphic imaging. It started out okay. Like, I could, I was on board for about seven minutes. Okay. Um, but man, it progressively gets shittier. It does, you especially know, like, when we see the female sharks. Yeah, oh, they're the worst, <laughs> the worst. But that first like seven minutes, yeah, I don't even think it was seven minutes because I remember pointing out to Sarah, yeah, because we already had sharks mauling people by two minutes. Sure, like two minutes, two thirty. Yeah, and uh, but man, we were rolling at first, so I'm like, okay, well, this is at least going to be laughable. Laughable? No, sure. it's not. <laughs> It's just bad. It's just bad, man. Uh, You know what really kills me about these movies? What? These people put effort into this, you know? (laughs) These people were committed. They were. And, you know, the the actors and the actresses, they were, like, trying to make this somewhat believable. I mean, we're beyond the realm of believable, obviously. But they're giving it their all. they're, They're working here. You know? Especially when they try to convince you they're actually in like a moon rover. Oh, God. And they're clearly all sitting you, you, on you park know the, benches. You know the director was just back there. Uh, we need more bouncing. Yeah. More bouncing. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happens. Uh, there's two, the two scientists, the two Russian scientists get chased through a bunch of corridors. And we get to see a bunch of extras get mauled by these uh, cartoon sharks. Uh, they run next door to the cosmonaut drone or whatever and run into the space shuttle where the sharks chase them and then they they lock the the door and go ahead and start the liftoff for but the space wasn't shuttle. there like a million shark people oh, yeah. running around oh yeah it was like an so army of them. all of them followed yeah. those two chuckleheads onto the space shuttle i we have to assume so i guess we do i don't know but they then start their uh lunar mission and off they go to the moon and luckily Apparently, all of the shark people made it. As Jason said, all of them got into the space shuttle with them because that's we're we're good for now. Yeah, 1980, whatever time this was supposed to be. Now we're going to cut to present day, Jason Harrell, mm-hmm. where we uh, we have our own United States space mission uh, taking off, uh, the flight of the Tabula Rasa, and we are going to be terraforming the moon. Is the plan? So we have a specific landing site. We have a crew. Uh, one of the crew gets a, a stomach ache at the last second, and in a completely unnecessary and pointless plot twist, we bring in a last-minute replacement who happens, I guess, is like the wild card, because we, we can tell because we get some footage of a guy on a motorcycle. And for a second there, I was like, oh, it's Maverick. They're bringing Maverick in to help run the Tabula Rasa. It's just a guy. <laughs> it's just a dude. That's what I wrote, J-A-G. He's just a guy. <laughs> Uh, and everybody's like, oh, not this dude. He's too, he's too unpredictable. And I don't know. He, he makes some one liner 
wisecracks when he sits down, but other than that, he seems to have a pretty good idea of what he's doing. Sure. How bad could he be? I didn't write down any of the character names because I didn't care. Yeah. It's very hard to stay focused on this movie because it's so fucking stupid. All right, so uh, the Tabula Rasa takes off. It doesn't look like any space shuttle that's ever left our space program. It looks more like a drop ship from uh, Aliens, I thought. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the flight from Earth to the moon is about eight minutes long because that's about as long as it takes for them to get up there. Yeah, they said, uh, I think one of the characters said, you know, we've got 68 days or something until we arrive. And like four seconds later, yeah, there it is. There it is. You're there. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, there's no, like, inference of time yeah. or anything. You don't get to see anybody, like, lay down or get out of bed. Nobody or... went into cryostasis. No, no, nobody even shaved. No warp speed. No warp speed, nothing. But right before, as they're approaching the moon, somehow they get blown off course. And this part was particularly stupid because in order for them to course correct or get their navigations back on track, they have to do a, a reboot. They had to control all delete. That's what they did. <laughs> they had to do a hard reboot of the entire fucking ship. Now, as they do it, you see all the lights go off from the exteriors, or the fucking computer-generated exteriors. Mm-hmm. All the lights on the inside are still on. And everybody's like, okay, turn it back on. Everything's still on. Yeah. So what do you do? I don't care. I don't care, man. <laughs> yes, don't, you do. No, I don't. They just fucking piss me off. Uh, and then they find out that they well they land they have to do like a crash landing and they smash into one of the uh, the set the communication satellites so now they can't communicate with Earth anymore and then they end up on the the dark shark side of the moon side the, the moon. shark side of the moon Jason <laughs> uh, they're they're pretty I mean they're they're gonna they're not fucked but they just have to make some adjustments and then they can still hopefully terraform the moon. So once they, they touch down, uh, the captain, who's played by Maxie Wittrack, is a fairly attractive young lady. She takes like three or four dudes off into one of the rovers, and they're going to go try to find the original landing site so they can start work. Well, I, th- I thought they were going to like harvest parts off of like an old rover or something. That too. So that they could, I don't know. Fix something. Get their something going again. Get whatever the Get hell. their Windows-based shuttle <laughs> rebooted. Their DOS shuttle going again <laughs> with their reel-to-reel uh, machines. Uh, so off they go. And, of course, now, the, 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 I hate a green screen. You know what I mean? And there's nothing worse than a bad green screen. And yeah. this was really bad green it screen. Is, it was really bad. You can tell because, like... The, char- the the actors are being lit from weird angles, and it just it you're not fooling anybody. You could see it glitching, especially like under their feet as yes. they're as they're pretending to do the slow, the slow, walk. bouncy walk, yeah. which was stupid <laughs> as shit. Uh, of course, because we are in a shark movie, we have to have the sharks tunneling under the surface of the moon with their dorsal fin sticking out. Because what is the point of a shark movie if you're not going to have that dorsal fin? shot so they're out there they're like hey what is that coming at us and they're like, maybe it's tectonic activity or something and then the sharks come and they jump out of the ground and they spring out and attack kill two or three of these dudes uh they're like what the fuck the sharks let's get out of here so they start running back and then out of nowhere uh explosions start going off like booby trap landmine style blowing up the sharks and they're like what the hell and then uh one of the sharks like gets right up on them and then a spear comes out of nowhere and kills that shark right before it can attack 
They're like, oh, crap, there's shark people on the moon. And then we turn around and we realize there are two Russian cosmonauts just chilling yeah, on the moon. Hanging out. Hanging. Uh, no protective gear. No nothing, no, really. Just and trucking around, playing moon patrol. You know what else really pissed me off about this? Tell me. When they start talking to the Russians, there's an inner, like an inside chamber echo hmm. as they're speaking, which tells me this was cr- created on a really shitty soundstage somewhere. You couldn't even spring they for... just a, Skyped in the voice. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Get a couple of lavalier mics. I've yeah. got some right here. I'll let you borrow them. I want them back, though. God, man. Did nobody watch this before they released it? Who signed up? Who signs off on this crap, Jason? Uh, this is a Tubi. Tubi this is a Tubi original. And Asylum. And Asylum. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know, man. Hey, I don't but know there's this- good reason why... The Russians don't have fancy contraptions over their heads. Oh, yeah. It's because, well, one of them, we find out, is a part of the, the shark. The, the, I'm, I'm skipping ahead here. Sure. But basically, one of them has gills, yeah. which apparently allows her to breathe in this moon environment. And the other one has like the, the chain smoker uh, cancer patient nostril yeah. <laughs> plug thing, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And he's got he's got a tinfoil hood on, which I I don't know what that does. Did he ever did they even explain the tinfoil hood or the safety glasses? Uh, I don't remember them talking about that. He, he goes <laughs> he does talk about having like an algae pack on his back that generates <laughs> oxygen. It's an algae pack, is yeah. what it is. And you got to run the nostril tubes. <laughs> Safety glasses, they're more just to keep the dirt out of your eyes, yeah. I think. Damn moon dust, Come man. On. That'll scratch your contact lens. It will. You don't want that, man. You get a torn retina or something. Oh, it's stupid. And uh, they're like, well, we, come, comrades, we must leave or more shark come and kill. Uh, so they take off. We find out that they have their old, uh, the old space shuttle, the Russian one, isn't that far away. And this guy and his shark hybrid uh, adoptive daughter, I guess, for lack of a better term, have been hanging out there. He drops the 411 that there's like a civilization, a subterranean civilization of shark-human hybrids here on the moon. And uh, they're, they're reproducing at a ridiculous rate because apparently they lay eggs. And they're getting ready to, uh, they want a ship to take them back to Earth so they can conquer the Earth. And when we get a, a look at these things, uh, they have like Conan the Barbarian armor, mm-hmm. which yeah. is which is awesome. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, especially man. with the chick ones, <laughs> like because they've got like bras on. <laughs> yeah, they have boobs, Jason. <laughs> they have tits. <laughs> Shark tits. Fish tits. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, somebody actually wrote this. You understand that? Yeah. Somebody like took a week off of work. Now, I have to wonder if they came up with the title before they came up with the movie. Oh, absolutely. Had to, right? Yeah. Shark Side of the Moon. Yeah. They, s- they sit around the table trying to come up with clever little puns that they can shoehorn shark into. Yeah, of course. Uh, somebody happened to bring in a Pink Floyd CD, Dark Side of the Moon, and they're like, wait a damn minute. There it is. There it shark is. Shark Side of the Moon. Uh, Ryan, it writes itself. Ryan Ebert. <laughs> done and done, boss. Uh, so that's what's happening. Now we're going to cut back to the, the main ship. Uh, half the crew is now worried about the captain. So they take off to go try to find the captain. The other half 
consists of like a nerdy redhead chick mm-hmm. and um, a couple other dudes. They're the ones that they're staying behind trying to make repairs on the ship and somehow still kickstart the terraforming thing. Excellent. So from there, uh, the captain and her couple of guys that she has left, they're on the rover headed back to the uh, the old uh, Russian ship. One of the sharks pops out and grabs one of the guys off the rover and takes him down to the uh, the subterranean shark city, holding him hostage. Uh, they really did a hell of a job with like creating this like city of theirs. Sure, out of moon rocks, I guess. Well, there was lava too, because I guess that happens <laughs> on was the moon. Lava. I guess they could have like maybe like formed metallics out of the lava. I mean, if they can build uh, Conan the Barbarian armor with yeah. it, then why not? But I haven't mastered firearms yet. Ridiculous. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Well done. Uh, we start torturing this guy. His name's Henry. And by torture, I mean uh, they walk into the cell and then uh, they walk out and he's all bloody. So we have well, he to... He bit his leg off. Oh, that's right. They did bite his yeah. leg off. Yeah. And he already had like a cauterizing tool with uh, him. Of course. Yeah, as one does. Yeah. Which they're not going to take away from him. So there's that. Uh, it's it's pretty scary stuff. We get to meet the, the queen, I guess, of the shark people. She looks so <sighs> it's unimpressive. Terrible. It's terrible. Not like it started out. I'm like, oh, okay. This, shark this is fine. Sure. But she looked terrible. It's like wafy thin. She didn't look like a real shark. She looked more like a snake, I thought. You know? Uh, like, stup- a, like a newt. Yeah. Any of the newt? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have newt for you. I sure. don't know. But, like, uh, yeah, she's got boobs and she's, like, wafy thin. I think there was supposed to be something a little more feminine about her other yeah. than just being a shark person. But whatever the hell, man. She's there and she's torturing this dude. Um, now we have to, the, we're back with the captain and she's talking about how we have to do a rescue mission to go get this guy out. And the Russians are all excited cause they think they're finally going to get to go home. Okay, great. Uh, now the second crew that's out looking for the captain, they get attacked by the shark people. We get a fun little, you know, uh, I think it was supposed to be like a predator esque situation where they don't know that there's space sharks, and uh, they're kind of being hunted and picked off one by one by the space sharks. It's a lot of it's a lot of bullshit, Jason. Is what it, really it is, is. Yeah. and it's a lot of uh, like fake slow motion running. <laughs> I would argue that as an actor, you probably have to put more effort into something like this than you would like a decent movie with a decent script. Because that would, I would assume, would help you in your performance. Yeah. This, you're basically trying to sell a shitty used car. Yeah. If you ask me. Uh, yeah, but how about that upholstery on the driver's seat? I know the passenger seat's all fucked up, but the driver's seat. Look at that, huh? Uh, and it really comes through when you see <clears throat> when you see these actors battling CGI characters that aren't present. They have no idea what they're doing like the weapons are like a foot away yeah and it's i mean it's not birdemic level bad no but it's still pretty fucking bad you know and i think doing the whole thing against a green screen didn't do anybody any favors because basically you're you're supposed to be locked in a life and death battle with with what you know is a tennis ball hanging from a ceiling (laughs) yeah 
That sucks, man. <laughs> that really sucks. I bet they didn't get paid very much for this either. I wouldn't imagine. Which even sucks even more. I think we should start a GoFundMe for these actors, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Write them a letter of apology or something. All right, anyway. Uh, at this point, we're going to cut back to the main ship. <clears throat> Our engineer uh, mechanic guy He's like, okay, I can get us out of here, but we have to get the ship up and running. We've only got about a six-hour window, and if we can't get back in orbit by then, we're going to have to wait like four weeks. So now the pressure's on. Okay, great. Uh, The captain and the Russians and whatever couple dudes she has left of her original crew have to go back to their ship to get uh, some supplies. So they hop on their little rover and take off over there. The second away team has now been completely wiped out by the sharks. Good for them. I'm going to graze through a lot of this because I just didn't I, – I don't want to talk – I don't want to talk about it anymore, Jason. Uh, make a long story short, of course, they go down and rescue um, the uh, guy that got his leg bit the off. We, guy. Yeah. we get the big reveal that our shark hybrid girl who looks like a human being but with gills is actually the sister mm. of the queen shark. So yeah. they have a lot of back and forth. Oh, you know, you're you're. We cast you out because you look too human. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, well, I didn't want to be a fucking shark anyway. Like, good. Well, we don't want you to be one. Well, I'm going back to Earth. Well, no, you're not. We're going to take your ship and we're going to go conquer Earth. And they've got all these egg sacks with all these ridiculous looking little baby shark people. <laughs> Those were stupid, man. Those were fucking stupid. What they should have been? They should have looked like tadpoles or something, right? Yeah. I don't Something. know. I don't. I don't know anything about baby sharks, but I know that those look particularly dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a big existential moment where uh, the crew is like, "We hey, we smash all these eggs. We'll kill these babies. That'll eliminate their entire uh, invasion force. We can we can get them before they even get off the ground." And then the the shark hybrid girl is like, "No, these are innocent babies. We can't hurt them." Okay, excellent. Uh, so now the queen shark is like, after she realizes that they rescued the, the wounded guy, <clears throat> she's like, it's too late for them. We'll s- let the big one out. So they have like a big monster shark, which takes off after him as they're making their grand, their big escape to get back to the ship. That thing looked like a giant catfish. It, I thought it w- like mixed with a dog cause it ran on four legs mm-hmm. But, yeah, it did have more like a catfish, like... Like a head. Like, like mouth. one of those and, wide mouths. Yeah, mm-hmm. really stupid. <clears throat> uh, all right, so they get back to the um, their ship. Unfortunately, like, the two fucking knuckleheads that they left behind haven't done anything to, compl- to fi- actually fix it. And he says he needs, like, two more hours. The entire shark army is, like, right on their ass as they get back to the, the tabula rasa. So, big, this was really dumb. Uh, The captain's like, okay, here they come. They breach the ship, the sharks do. Captain's like, everybody go hide somewhere, and maybe they'll just fuck off or something. Sharks come in. um, It takes them all of about six seconds to find the entire, well, to find the first crew member, which is the nerdy girl. Uh, Kill her. She's hiding under a table. Uh, And then they find, what like, the engineer guy. And he's like, oh, uh, okay. And then they all just run, come out of their hiding spots and surrender. What was the point of that exactly? If you're going to surrender, you could have saved the nerdy girl if you just surrendered up front, right? That's the part you're nitpicking. Oh, the, I, no. <laughs> this is just one of the many things. One of the cacophonies. <laughs> or that's not the word I'm looking for. 
cornucopia of things. <laughs> cornucopia of fruit flavors. Of things that I can fucking... All right, whatever. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. apparently underneath... The, the Apparently there's like volcanic activity on the moon for the purposes of this movie. Mm-hmm. So they... Uh, they all get taken prisoner, and they're on their way back to the Shark Kingdom where they're probably going to be executed or something like that. Make a long story short, uh, the volcano go- – or no, didn't they set the ship to self-destruct? The Russian cosmonaut. That's right. Fired up the old V-8 in his uh, 80s-style shuttle, crashed it into the shark's lair. Right. Like a space kind of City central thing, operation yeah. thing. That made everything just catastrophically erupt. Right. And here's out of the whole movie, here's where shit really makes no sense. Am I wrong? So while that's happening, you also have like the sharks kind of battling the humans. Right. Didn't the sharks keep chucking humans like into the mouths of, of the catfish thing? Yeah, the big one. Who were those humans? Well, I have to assume it's the captain uh, and the at least the uh, the captain and the um, hybrid girl. So what happened? As I understand, well, chuck, they but he chucked them into the mouth of the catfish thing, right? And that so if I understand this correctly, and I'm okay. not saying I do, okay, they go into the mouth of the catfish thing. All right, big explosion. Yeah. The catfish thing goes flying off. It's somehow like it crystallized or yeah. something like that. Uh, goes through out into the atmosphere, out of the yeah, out of the and, and they're riding with it. They're in its stomach apparently. Yeah, and it then goes into the Earth's atmosphere. Right, it burns up as it's making. And they happen to be carrying a life raft. Also a life raft somehow. And then that thing basically just burns away as it enters the atmosphere. And then they land safely in the ocean. Out of this whole movie, I had two questions. (laughs) Okay. Two questions. Uh, Why? Who are the people that are getting thrown into the catfish thing? Which I think you might be answering. I think. And two, how the fuck did they get off the moon? So I guess... They were in this crystallized catfish, catfish thing, thing when it exploded and just so happened to get launched in the one direction that would get them back to Earth and into the ocean. That's what I And got. somewhere they picked up a life raft. A life raft also, yes. And that ain't even in the stupidest part. No, the, the whole fucking thing. You're is... coming up to the stupidest part. Oh, yeah. Oh, I completely forgot for a second. <laughs> once they get out of once they, they, yeah. So basically they splash down into the water. Life raft pops open. Uh, I believe it's just the captain and the hybrid girl. Captain, hybrid girl, was, and the, the black dude. Th- that's right. The wild card guy yeah. on the motorcycle. Uh, they get out. They're like, oh, God. Who, who, who has like. Cracks one-liners through the whole movie. He's the best part of the whole movie. I didn't. I didn't think they were even that great. I said he was the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> that's not, I didn't say it was good. It's <laughs> not saying much at all about this movie. Uh, yeah. So once they, of course, uh, land or you know survive, the hybrid chick immediately goes into labor and starts shooting out little shark people eggs and giving birth to little shark people. Yeah, babies. she has. She spits out one. And then um, I guess it flopped into the water. I think. So she ch- jumped into the water saying, I need to protect my babies. Right. 
but there was only one at that point. But then, like, but then, like, twenty three of them. Oh just yeah, surface. A whole. I mean, she was just launching those things out. She was also the town whore, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the captain says, uh, "We are so." Fo-, and then and it just ends. Cut to cut to credits. Yeah. I didn't care for it. Tell you that right now. This is not a movie I would have watched on my own. That's for sure. Um, this is okay. You're making a movie called Shark Side of the Moon. It's going to be, it's okay. It's going to be wacky. I get that. Um, here's how you, here's how you fix it. Uh, first off, surely there's like some desert somewhere that you can film in. Do some things with the, the, the editing. Make it look like the moon. Don't do the fucking green screen thing, man. I hate that. Number two, let's take a less is more approach to the shark people. And uh, number three, throw in some boobs and some extra gore. <laughs> you know? It's already called Shark Side of the Moon. You're not going to le- win any Academy Awards with this. I at least wanted to see Gilgirl's like, dorsal fin. I don't think you did. Did you? No, you could see it. You could see it poking poop, out of her shirt. And, you know, making her shirt. Yeah. All humpy. Yeah, but you but, never... But, uh, yeah, you didn't get to see it. No. You barely saw uh, the gills. Yeah. And it just looked like three lines drawn on her collarbone. Pretty much. That's where we're at, dude. This is one of those... I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Is, is there, like, a fan base for this shit? I don't think there is. So, why would you even have this on your to-be list, Tony? Uh, like... Are you are you one of those people? Are <laughs> are you the I'll watch anything with shark in the title? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, there, there's obviously a fan base out there. I think because they churn these things out left and right. Oh, but this isn't even. I mean, shark, even <clears throat> aside from the shark movies, uh, what else you got from the asylum? Lava Lantula, uh, Cyber Boa. Uh, <laughs> Just a bunch of horse shit involving predatory animals and ridiculous scenarios. Yeah. So, sure, I get it. It, 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 Since the success of Sharknado, uh, there's clearly a market for people that just want to see the most ridiculous thing that that they can think of. Do you remember that one horror movie that came out? And it was, I only remember the trailer, but it had like Nazi zombies on flying flying sharks. sharks. With, like, missile launchers. Yes. I think it was called Blood Skies or something like that. Like, that looked amazing. That looked pretty good. <laughs> I never actually got to watch the movie. Yeah, that, but that looked kick-ass. <laughs> I mean, you had me at Nazi zombies, <laughs> but I'll watch a flying shark with a missile launcher anytime you have it. <laughs> you bet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to implore you to skip Shark Side of the Moon, my friends, unless... I don't think there's even any cussing in this movie, was there? I don't think so, because it ended with not even letting the captain say Finish fuck. the word fuck. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Are, are you that afraid of an R rating? I don't think that'll even get you an R rating. I think you can have a PG-13 with like four fucks. Why, why couldn't we even go there? Fuck if I know. Fuck if I know, man. I don't get it. I don't get it, dude. All right. I've, uh, th- that's... The maximum amount of effort I'm going to put into Shark Side of the Moon. Yeah. So let's I, take a little break. I eagerly await a sequel. <laughs> I'm sure it's I, I already will, in the I works. Will then buy the box set. Return to Shark Side <laughs> of the Moon. Let's take a break, Jason. Fuck.
like being a freak? Freak. Amazing as she is, it's not a normal. Fuck normal. This one is normal with a goddamn prize, huh? Freak. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, Jason. Yep. Yes, sir. I like to think that if I had like, something, like if I won the lottery... And I could do whatever the hell I wanted. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, yeah, I'll start, I'll start my own horror film distribution company. But I'm not going to put this crap out. I'm not. I wouldn't do it. <clears throat> I don't care about marketability. I guess it's just in the eye of the beholder, man. I guess, but uh, clearly somebody is watching this. Otherwise, the asylum would have folded, right? Yeah. I get I get the, uh, the love for the first Sharknado starring David Hasselhoff and... Uh, Tara Reid. So it's going to be a shitstorm regardless. Is David Hasselhoff in that? Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. Me neither. I, see, I, <laughs> I have no desire to see it. Every now and then it'll pop up for a second. I thought it was Ian Zierling. I think he's in there too. Okay. I, it's got it's got like a bunch of washed up dudes. So it's kind of like... <laughs> I will not have you besmirch the Ian great Zierling? Hoff. <laughs> no. Oh, Hoff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, and even as a director... I get it. It's a paying gig. Somebody's financing it, obviously. But at the end of the day, you have to like say, okay, I have to put my name on this. I need to bring some kind of integrity or some, some kind of artistic influence to this shark side of the moon. Yeah. And at the end of the day, this is what you have. I don't get it, man. It's an industry. It's a weird industry. That's all I can say. It's obviously making some money. Somewhere, somehow. Well... It's probably hard not to make money when you only spent $5 making it. You do it in your buddy's garage with his green screen. <laughs> with his green that, sheet. <laughs> that he got at a thrift store. <laughs> All right, man. You ready to get into a meat hook? Yeah. Let's do it.
three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. Top three shark movies, Chase. Mm-hmm. Give me number three. My number three, as well as Sarah's. Okay. Jaws 3. Okay. Not a lot of love for Jaws 3. I'm uh, not mad at that at She all. likes it because it's so awful looking. Okay. I like it. One, I'm a massive 3D movie dork. Sure. Uh, and I just, I watched that movie so many times back in the day. Okay. And uh, it's got a place in my heart. I love it too. I mean, it's not on my top three, but I'm not at all mad at it. And uh, I remember watching that in the theater. Oh, you lucky th- son of a th- bitch. With 3D glasses. Yeah, nice. And uh, it's there was some, some juking and jiving in my seat trying to get away from that fucking shark. Yeah. Shark's shark, coming at me, Shark Dad. chunk, shark oh, chunk. Shit, but don't put that in there. Ah. <laughs> What's your number three? My number three is probably <clears throat> going to sound ridiculous. And the idea of... <laughs> oh, boy. Of, The idea of sharks in a supermarket is a bit out there, but given that concept and the actual um, execution of it, Mm -hmm. I thought bait was pretty good. Hmm. Never seen it. It's uh, basically these people are in a supermarket, tsunami comes in, a bunch of sharks get thrown in there, and the sharks are actually trapped in there too because they can't figure out the the doors. It's kind of like crawl. Uh, You could say that, yeah. Trapped with an alligator. Yeah, uh, but now you're in a supermarket. you got to... It's flooded, so the sharks can move around freely. Yeah. And there's three or four people. I think Sharni Sharni Vincent was in that one. <clears throat> but they're, like, trapped on top of the aisles mm-hmm. trying to find a way out. Hmm. Uh, not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, for the given the concept of sharks in the supermarket, sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, is it any dumber than sharks on the moon? I want to see an episode of Supermarket Sweep where they flood it and load it with sharks. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Watch those soccer moms run. (laughs) How about number two, big guy? Uh, My number two, 47 meters down. Okay. Um, I dig that one too. I like that one a lot. Here's the problem I had with it. Too much, uh, well, I I guess maybe it's it's like 50% relationship drama 50% 50% actual sharks. Sure. And I think really if you would just maybe underplay the shark and just put her in the cage and dropped it to the bottom and now we have to figure out how to get her out of there. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's sharks, but there's also like squids and I don't know, maybe electric eels or something like that. But uh, all that crap with her fiance and her friend. Yeah, I know. I get out of here, Mandy Moore. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, not bad, though. I'm not mad at that. Okay. My number two, The Shallows. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. I think there's something to being able to see the beach in safety right there, but being stuck on that little tiny rock. I was perfectly fine with that movie until I wasn't. Though I get it. it the, the ending boy, is, it jumped the shark. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, the ending was pretty... pretty. It got a little wacky. Wacky. And I'm still not 100% sure what the fuck happened. Other than the shark somehow managing to die by industrial accident, I guess. <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> Days since accident went right One. back to zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Up to that point, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, plus, I like Blake Lively. I think she's uh, a pretty good actress. Yeah. And easy on the eyes, too. Yeah, you don't Mr. say? Yeah. Oh, look at you. Hmm. 
All right. How about the the big number one, Jay? Uh, my number one has got to be Jaws. I, th- I figured yeah. everybody would pick Jaws. Yeah. Not only is it probably the best shark movie ever made, it's just an all-around good movie. Yeah. Uh, shark stuff aside, yeah. there's so much to like about that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Richard Dreyfuss. I mean, I, I just love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, who's the... Um, Roy Scheider? No, no. who's the... Like, oh, uh, Quinn? Yeah, Quinn. I forget his the, the actor's name. Love that guy. Just a salty. Oh, so fucking, salty. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> Singing about bow-legged women. Oh yeah, Getting telling his story about there. you know his ship going down. Yeah. yeah, that's gnarly. There's dude. just so much to like about that. Even the mayor. What a douche. Fucking douche nozzle. Um, Probably one of, if not the biggest douches in horror. He's in a horror film. a substantial douche. Um. What I like the most about it is it's almost two movies in one, I feel like. You have the initial crisis at the beach, the poor sheriff who doesn't know anything about fucking sharks trying to deal with <laughs> or it. Or water. Yeah, and the, the dickhead mayor who is insisting that the beaches stay open despite the fact that the fucking kids are being, you know, picked off out there. Yeah. And then from there we transition into this, uh, you know, it's almost like a buddy cop movie with these three dudes mm-hmm. out there yeah. on the on the open ocean. Definitely. And they get lucky with the the spear gun and the barrels, and then then they don't get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. It is. There's, I don't think you're going to do any better. Uh, Sarah had uh, number two of Deep Blue Sea. I figured that. Yeah, that's a good one. I had considered it, but a little dated. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I yeah. imagine it would be. And uh, her number one, Jaws, also. Of course. We would love to know what your top three shark movies are, inmates. Uh, get us on the new and improved email, mail at paddedroompodcast.com, or on the mental health hotline, area code 775-387-0275. While you're contemplating that, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At?, What are you looking at? Yes, sir, Jason. Uh, mm-hmm. Just last night, I got to watch a movie that just hit Shutter called Perfect Blue. Um, it's interesting. It's like a po- it's French, and it's like a post-apocalyptic situation where only women can survive because men's hair grows on the inside. It, it it's a very artsy fartsy kind of a movie, and I wouldn't say go, you wouldn't say it's good. I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. There are some pretty good visual elements. Um, I'm not smart. Anytime a French movie comes on, I just have to assume that it's good, and I just don't get it. Okay, because I'm not smart enough for it. It almost just thematically, it, it almost <clears throat> sounds like it would. Make itself to be like a very Cronenberg type movie. If um, if Cronenberg were much more colorful, yeah, I'll say that it's a very colorful, very visually appealing movie. Not a lot of things make sense, but again, if you can just say, "I don't know, no, I don't know. <laughs> more boobies," oh, all, right. all right, that's all I got, buddy. You got anything? That's it. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long week of travel. I'll, I'll tell you what I didn't watch. Okay. What I tried to watch but did not watch is a movie called 13 Fanboy. 
Okay. Uh, have you seen anything about that? I have seen the thumbnail. Okay. I think it popped up on Amazon. If An obsessed mistaken. fan stalks his favorite actors from the Friday the 13th films and beyond, mirroring his idol Jason Voorhees. Okay. Couldn't do it. That would... I don't know if I wasn't feeling it or what, man, but uh, I just couldn't get more than 15 minutes into that thing. Okay. Is it mockumentary style or? No, it's dead on serious. Okay. Yeah, but uh, they got D. Wallace in there. I figured that. So, of course. Yeah, I figured she'd make an appearance. Uh, let's see. We went to the theaters. This is not horror, but it's worth saying. Uh, John we went Wick to the theater, 4. saw John Wick 4. Everybody's raving about it. You agree? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, it's completely ridiculous. Well, that's what you you got to expect from yeah. a John Wick movie. Uh, you know, that that series kind of fell off the rails with, you know, believability. Well, yeah. Uh, but I'm fine with that. Sure. I think everybody is. Um, no, it was very good. Right on. Finally got to finish watching Sissy. I had started that some time ago. Finally finished up with that. I wish it was more, I wish there was more gore. I found it odd. There's a lot of comedic elements in that yeah. one. And it's uh, just her panicking on, oh, shit, there's, I just killed another guy. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, more of a dark comedy to, yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, a movie I knew nothing about, Becky. Oh, with uh, Kevin, Kevin James. James. Yeah. He plays a, he can be a bad motherfucker when he wants to. Huh? Yeah. I mean, who would have ever thought they'd see Kevin James with a big fucking swastika Swassy on the back right of his head? his fucking head there. <laughs> Um, that was a, it was a really fun movie. I dug it. I dug it a lot. Uh, there's a sequel coming out to that. Oh, cool. Uh, I liked it so much. I've already ordered a physical media copy. That a boy. Uh, we went and saw 65 in theater. What is 65? Uh, let's see. Uh, spaceship kind of travels back to, uh, 65 million years ago. Earth time. Okay. Dinosaur kind of movie. All right. Uh, not, not great. Okay. Yeah. Not very good. Uh, let's see the immersion therapy shark side of the moon and lullaby lullaby yeah lullaby i think we were talking about it in a group chat last night um pretty good yeah yeah it's pretty good i gave it a six where'd you find that hulu hulu yeah lullaby i feel like i watched it i could be wrong yeah it's all right Right It, it had it it had some pretty lacking uh cgi effects with some creatures but um, all in all, it, it kind of hit hit the right notes with me. Is it one of those into the dark things that Hulu does? I don't think so. Okay, good. Those don't never seem to be that good. Yeah, no, I think this is actually a legitimate release. It actually has a physical media release. That a boy. Um, I won't buy it though. No, wasn't not good that, enough. Wasn't that good? All right. And I own Birdemic. You do. <laughs> Fucking asshole! How dare you? <laughs> Right on, man. Uh, how about some immersion therapy, Jason? Mm-hmm. <laughs> immersion therapy. Gonjiam, Haunted Asylum. What'd you think, man? It's decent. I liked it. I yeah. liked it a lot. Um, like decent it. enough. It's kind of, kind of predictable in yeah, most it's ways. Another found footage. Sure. You know, paranormal team, whatever the hell. Um, like Alan, I did. You have any trouble with the subtitles? None. I couldn't. Like, where'd, I had. Where'd to, you watch it? 
I watched, uh, I watched Peacock. it on Peacock. Yeah, me too. Huh. Yeah, I had to turn them on and off a couple of times to get oh, okay. them to actually pop up. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. Eventually they came up. It, uh, I watched it while I was on the treadmill. Um, there's some pretty good stuff, I thought. Uh, when you get into this, these found footage paranormal movies, you know that you're going to get like a bunch of fucking shaky cam shit yeah. and some ridiculous jump scares and shit like that. Um, this, I felt like what we got plenty of that in this one also, but mm-hmm. this one I felt like was, uh, a little more refined than, than most of them. Yeah. I really like the way they did the, uh, the flip camera thing. So you yeah, can the see two camera yeah, kind of on point the of face view. and then what mm-hmm. they're seeing also that was, that was pretty dope. Um, hell of a contraption. Yeah. I don't know. Does such a thing even exist? I don't know, man. <laughs> if it if it doesn't exist, it does now. No, absolutely. Uh, I imagine it couldn't be that hard to pull off. And then the drone stuff I thought was pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not, not mad at it at all. Yeah, really. uh, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it w- was absolutely not a disappointment. I agree. Uh, your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Torn Hearts. From 2022, uh, directed by Brie Grant, starring Katie Siegel and Abby Quinn. Uh, you can find this bad guy on Amazon Prime. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same, and we can compare notes next week. But now, you must educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am a small town psychotherapist, and all of my clients are coming to me with weird stories of insomnia and recurring dreams of owls all of a sudden. And now there's like weird violent outbreaks popping up all over this town. I think they're not actually seeing owls, Jason. I think they're actually greys, and they're coming and abducting these people and maybe, I don't know, putting things inside them or something. I don't know what they're doing. Weird <laughs> alien pervos. Strange or- <laughs> strange objects in Orify. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Penthouse. Uh, I am, of course, the fourth kind, man. That's not a bad show either. Um, I'm not... Once you understand that these found footage movies, even the mockumentary, once you kind of get to the understanding that it's still fake, yeah, then you got to just kind of take it on face value and decide whether or not it's too fake or if it's fake enough to where there's still an air of believability. Yeah, I just really like, I thought it did something that I didn't recall seeing before. I haven't really seen since, and that was kind of mirroring the reenactment with what was supposed to be like original the footage. Thing, yeah. And uh, I really thought that was smart and me, very well done. Yeah, me too. And they did a nice mix of like body cam footage, security camera footage, uh, the footage that she was recording in her office while mm-hmm. she was doing these sessions, um, things like that. Yeah, it had me going. Yeah. Had me going for a while. Good flick. Who might I be this week? Well, I am a police officer. And all of a sudden, my son is doing some really weird stuff. And he's complaining about seeing a lady uh, creeping around the house. And she may or may not have a kid with her. And uh, 
I tried to take a shower, and there might have been some fingers popping out of the back of my head. What the fuck is that all about, Jason? <laughs> what is that about? What is that all about? I got to get, I got to, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, my kid's seeing these things. I got, sh- now it's starting to rub off on me. I'm starting to see the lady and the kid, and I'm freaking right out, dude. I got to, I got to get the fuck out of here. Who might I be, you ask? We do. Tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, join us next week for Hellfest. All right. Kicking off halfway to Halloween month here in the padded room. I mean, we're going to do all Halloween movies next month. Nice. Uh, not like the Michael Myers franchise, but Halloween-themed horror movies. I'm missing Halloween, Jason. Uh, well, we've got a hell of a bash coming up this year. Oh, are you doing it? Well, I mean, you know, for the small crew. Well, yeah. That's better, probably better that way. Yeah, I think, I think there's uh, yeah, some people. I, I still haven't replaced my screen door from the last party. So <laughs> I I said I was sorry about that. <laughs> uh, we do have a Patreon campaign running, inmates. If you feel like making a small donation, support.paddedroompodcast.com is where you go. Five dollar donation gets you control of the month of May, as well as a T-shirt, a travel mug, and anything else you might need from us. Um, I think that's about it for Tony, dude, let's, let's use a little selective, uh, uh, judgment in filling out your 2B watch list. You know what I mean? <laughs> Plank face, decent, got a couple chuckles out of Velocipastor, everything else, man. Ah. I got some chuckles out of Birdemic, too. but Some rough stuff. Yeah, it was pretty bad, Tone. Especially this last one. <sighs> this was definitely that, a sour note that to end on. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the bottom of the barrel right there, Tony. Uh, you're, hey, you're better than that, buddy. Come on. Don't waste your time. Even though he's making money while he's watching. Nice. This. So good for him. Uh, four, shark hybrids. Um, shark hybrid babies. Uh, the Russian space program, the Russian super soldier program, uh, ghosts that pop up in the showers, um, fungi backpacks, fungi backpacks, that too, and the padded room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Bye.